Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join with me are my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jehu. <laughs> Here to talk about the final film in the Scar- Skywalker saga, Star Allegedly. Wars, Rise of the Skywalker. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's a good answer. Um, I'm sure we have lots of thoughts and feelings, but I think beforehand, Jehu, you had a prediction of what people thought. Do you want to go with there? And oh, say, of what you guys thought? Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm here's interested my in prediction. Here. Here's my prediction of people who aren't me. I'm going to say Ian liked it, Christian did not like it, and Nips is like, it was okay. All right. Uh, you, we'll see if that's you, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I would say for me, that that's pretty close. Yeah. Well, I would say, let's, you know, a quick recap of the movie is... Uh, you know, we continue on the journey with Ray, Finn, Poe, Kylo Ren. Yeah, uh, I, I just—it's almost impossible to talk about any ax, any aspect of this that isn't spoiler. No. So I say oh, so we start yeah. light spoilers and then move into yep. heavy spoilers. Because yeah. because also I saw this on Friday night and I had already had. And I don't even, I, I was completely off the internet and already had multiple things spoiled. Well, well, let's talk so, about, well, let's talk about what we didn't spoil, just based on like the trailer. The only yeah. things that, that, that we, we know Palpatine's we back. We know Palpatine's right. back. We, yep. we, uh, it's, it's kind of just inferred from the trailer yeah. anyway that he is the big baddie of the series and right. that presumptively all, all the group now that, that Finn and Ray yep. and Poe are all together are all going to go and stop the Emperor from doing something. Yeah, we, right. don't, know, we don't know what. Yeah. Uh, so what did we think? General impressions, no specifics. Yeah, so we, we were talking about, it and we I watched it twice. So I watched it right when it, it was it came out. I watched it early, which is like Tuesday night, and then I watched it again with you Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So um, it was uh, I real I came out loving it, and then the thing is with the first screening of a new Star Wars fan, you're just I, I me myself, I'm such a nerd. I get overwhelmed with excitement, so right. I, I was gonna love it the first time, you know. But then the second time I watch it. A few cracks shown, but I love it. I do. That my general impression is it's a little better than Force Awakens, which I really like. Wow. And it's really and it's yeah. the best of the three for me. Wow. Are there problems? Yes. <laughs> Does it make a ton of sense when you think about certain specifics? No. But you know what? It's Star Wars. Is there a few clunky lines? Yeah. But I feel like they all have that. You know what I mean? Like, are there things I can nitpick? And I will bring it up as we go. <laughs> and we will. Yes, but generally, like, it just... Whereas Last Jedi, my big criticism is it's just so negative, And it's just... It doesn't feel Star Wars. This felt Star Wars. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I came out of it. I like the... the it, it made our podcast look good. Like, episode three, we talked about loving me and you hurt. That right. lightsaber scene. The Ray and Kylo lightsaber fight on the Death Star in the water was an homage to that, I thought. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, was, it was like a straight fight on, like, you know, instead of lava, it's water. But right. I don't want to go into too big of spoilers, but I watched it with you, Jones. What did you think? Um, I was pretty disappointed by it. I'm not going to say I was... <laughs> I'm not going to say... You You were pretty close. I'm not going to say I was mad. I'm not yeah. mad about it. Yeah. Um, and you know what? If people love it, I want them to love it. I'm not going to try... Uh, one of the biggest issues I feel so defensive about Last Jedi is... People, if you say you like Last Jedi, people have to tell you you're a fucking idiot and yep. you're not a fan of Star Wars. I'm not going to do that with people who like. You can Rise tell this Skywalker. movie was made from a place of needing to please those people and getting them back on board. Right. You know. Well, you you say that you don't want to trash it because you yeah. want to let people like. Because one of the reasons I was like, I'm getting off the fucking internet wasn't even just because of the spoilers. It's because everything, like days before it was out yeah. to the public, all the tweets and reviews were all 
more relitigating the last Jedi, For sure. Correct, even yeah. talking about this fucking movie. Yeah. And I just didn't want to do that, man. Yeah. I wanted to enjoy this movie or not enjoy this yeah. movie. I mean, to be fair, we'll get into it, but it's kind of hard to talk about this movie without relitigating. Yes. I, that was the, that was the bit. next thing I was going to say. And this from the crawl, it's yeah. basically like it's basically like he was basically like, OK, Ryan Johnson's didn't leave me anything to jump off of. So just in the crawl, I'm going to lay out what I wish he would have left me. <laughs> sure. To jump yeah. off yep. Um, I, I feel uh, my big complaint and, I, and I'll go with more spoilers is not so much anything within the movie itself. Mm. It's the connotations the movie has mm. for mm. the saga as a whole. Mm. I can, I can yes. see that and we'll talk. Yeah. yeah. That's more, that's more of where I come. From does, does it, 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 does it retroactively make the other ones worse a little bit? Because uh, the changes it makes, like I think it invalidates almost Anakin's whole. Arc we'll go, bit. we'll go with there because yeah. I want to talk yeah. about that. But yeah, I mean, it's my least favorite of the three, the new ones. And um, uh, the, if I could say one thing, I would say I don't think JJ either ever watched the prequels, or he just legitimately does yeah. not like the prequels. Uh, so yeah, that, I, you know, it's okay. Yeah, better or worse than Transformers. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Transformers. I'm not gonna. Anytime I can sit in a theater and watch Star, Star Wars, Wars yeah. it's a, it's a better right. experience than Transformers. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm somewhere in between those two, uh, which is what which you is expected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because in general, look, I, I'm not. You know, JJ can't help himself. He's he's heavy on the fan service. It's right. just. Yeah. He, he needs that. He, he doesn't needs... know a thing about allegory. No. It's literal. There's one fan service thing that I already want to time travel to the end and talk about. <laughs> but let's, let's, let's um, go. That part of his style is not my favorite thing. In general, the character is what's important to me. And I feel like the character arcs for the main two, which is Rey and Kylo, went in the direction that I wanted it to go. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like there was a satisfying conclusion to what was set up in the first one. Right. But the mechanics of it are just fucking bonkers. <laughs> Nothing in this movie makes a goddamn lick of sense. No. Let's just run to the next place. <laughs> That's what this movie is. <laughs> and it's just, it's just one of those things. Where, like I just can't imagine. Like I don't know if, if it was like there was a full inherited script from Colin Trevorrow. I don't know like right. what happened to this to make it so just logically nonsensical. I understand it's fucking Star Wars. I get it. It's space yeah. wizards, yeah, yeah. you know, in the past with laser swords. But like even within that context. Like there's just there's just no consistency as far as the like the mechanics of you know, the plot. What I thought on that note when watching the film was JJ regrets not doing all three. Yes, and oh, not, yeah. it's oh, not, yeah. and it's not yeah. so much that he wanted to do two and three. He tried to remake all three of these movies in two and a half hours. 100%. Because the first hour of this movie is like a retcon version of Force Awakens. Right. Uh, yeah. That's what I, when you talk about the cluckiness, was yeah. like, well, I didn't really like the choices I made with the uh, seven. I didn't get to do eight. So I'm just going to do seven, eight, and nine in, in two hours and 21 minutes. Yeah. So it, I'm in a weird spot where I feel like on a, on a mechanical level, I think that Last Jedi is a better movie. Mm-hmm. I think it makes more sense within its own universe. I feel like they set up things and they finish things and they're like there's logic. I don't like it, but like it's a mechanically more sound movie. This movie I enjoyed more because I think that it was it was what I wanted from the story, it was what I wanted from these characters, but the actual like, getting there, getting there didn't was, make it, like was no sense. I, you know, I think it almost makes it to where you've got to talk about these movies in when you rank them in two different ways. <laughs> how they, how much you like it as a standalone unit and how much you like it as part of the song. There's just no way to do that. There's no way yeah. to, to... It's like, hard to separate. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, Last Jedi, I I think is a really good movie on its own. Yeah, 
but it doesn't try to be a part of the saga at all. Mm-hmm. Here, here, well, here's... Were, were, did I... Yeah, no, no, you're good. Uh, transition. Here, here's where I am. I had a lot of fun in it. I liked it a whole lot. But I also recognize a lot of... the. It is messy, but I think it was in a tough spot going in. It's the last part in a trilogy where the second part, while with good movie, did not try to continue the trilogy. No. And it would have been hard to make a standalone movie because it's the third part of a saga, but it's hard to make it a satisfying conclusion to the other two movies because those two movies don't have a lot to do with anything. So definitely what he just decided to do was like, well, I'm just going to set up shit I wish would have been set up for me, which (laughs) definitely makes the beginning of it seem like... We just, we just started in the middle of some shit. What's yeah. going on? But uh, uh, but overall, I thought it was a fun fucking movie. I like everybody in it. I like how it ended. And I would totally watch it again. It's, I think, just, it's fun. It's a I, fun movie. I think as part of a tri- as part of the ongoing story, I like it more than The Last Jedi. I think as a stand on its own movie, it doesn't really stand on its own. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to put it in one of my categories of movies that might be better on mute. It's See, visually I, pleasing. See, well, I right. don't know because I liked a lot of the. I mean, I liked no, a lot of the bad I, jokes. And I'm not, no, not not anything against the writing or the jokes, but in the sense that like. You see some like w- visually, it's right. fine, and like you can kind of you know establish like mm-hmm. what's happening as far as like who's winning and who's losing at any given point. But like actually explaining what's happening, then just I think takes away from it. Right, right. that's why I, I feel like it's better on mute. I think the um, like kind of what we're talking about. A lot of the problems we're talking about is in the first half of the film when they get, and it's not a spoil. Hold Completely on. disagree. <laughs> I, I think when they get to the Death Star, which I don't think is a spoiler, we've seen in the trailer right. and stuff yeah. like that. I think then there's kind of a cohesive trail of right. things to follow and everything kind of makes sense now i have a some pretty major problems with that back half yeah but i think the story kind of settles down a little bit this is where we're going but that first half man it's, it's just it's balls very jumpy to the you're wall. going to a lot of different planets right. you're, you're mm-hmm. moving around a lot well, it, it, exposition heavy in the first half. <laughs> well hour. let's uh let's jump into spoilers then uh if, yeah. if you haven't seen this movie i mean go see it. it's fucking star wars yeah. but uh right. as, but far don't as, listen for- as far as the performances though I thought this was Adam Driver's least. Uh, this, is a Ray, this is a very Ray movie. Agreed. This is Daisy Ridley's yeah. strongest movie. It's Adam Driver's least strong. I just movie, don't think honestly. he's given as much. The to parts do of in his this performance, one. though, I can't talk about that. I really like. I can't argue I, this point until we. Yeah, get yeah, we, yeah. Let's get into spoilers, and we can get back right on that. Yeah. So, um, spo- spoilers from here on out. Well, first, I, first spoiler I think has got to be the major spoiler. Yeah. The emperor fucks. Yeah. <laughs> now <laughs> that the emperor has sex. Yeah. He's put his space penis in a space vagina and made children. I mean, I mean it could be like a failed clone, clone like Even Boba. Even though he makes kids with his mind, the implication here, I feel like, is he made this one with his loins. Yeah, see, that yeah. And that could have been a, 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 something I feel like could have been answered a little right. bit because there are... Th- Especially with the Emperor, we already have a precedent basically of two children being born two different ways. Right. Which are Anakin. We don't know if the we don't know if Palpatine made him, but that's always heavily rumored. It really feels implicated yeah. that he did. The other is that he initiates the clone army, and so we know Boba and Django, you right. know, where that comes about. So he's had his hands on reproduction in funky ways. Yeah. Maybe that's why he switches then. He's like, okay, I've tried everything else. I guess I'm just going to have to whip it out. Yeah. I was just, I, you know, uh, unrelated to like the actual uh, plot mechanics. Yeah. I, I was uh, thinking just during Ian McDermott scenes, like, can you imagine that guy having sex? <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I can't imagine that guy doing like dirty did you guys, talk. Did you, did you guys like that she was a Palpatine? <laughs> I mean, I, look. 
again, it was one of those things where if it had been JJ's movie all the way through, yeah. I think it's okay. But at this point, and especially after The Last Jedi, it feels like fan service just yep. because. <laughs> I liked it, but it's kind of like, it's like a painting. From far away, it looks really good. And then you get up close and you really start looking at the specifics of how they got there. And For it sure. makes sense. It, I, it's like crack form, but I liked it. I thought it was fun. I feel like there was always three options and it was always one of the options and I'm fine with they picked that option. I see I'm a big fan of Rey's and Nobody and Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good choice because um and and I'll go into more of this f- further but there's a lot of talk about how Last Jedi stand alone. It doesn't fit within the rest of the saga and I could not disagree more with that logic. And one of the reasons is is because in Empire, Darth Vader being Luke's father isn't a huge twist because you don't know it. It's a huge twist because Luke has no like parental issues and he mm-hmm. hates the Empire. Right. And one of his first lines in A New Hope when he's talking to Obi-Wan is like, I mean, I'd hate the Empire, but what can I do? Like right. Darth Vader is the symbol of the Empire. Right. That's why it's tough for Luke Skywalker. So it's pulling the it's it's taking the thing he most doesn't want mm-hmm. and making it his his fact of life. And for Ray, what she most wants is to be somebody. Right. It's to have parents. And so I think the twist of Ray being nobody fits right in line with Luke finding out Darth Vader is his father. And so you belittle that twist, like you take away from right. the family issues, how do I deal with my family history and my lineage by making her because you're giving the character exactly what she wants. Mm-hmm. I you know, I actually don't disagree with that. I I think that was cuz you know I've said about a few other things. I would like for one of these things to get over the chosen one yeah. narrative. I just think that my problem with how the last guy fits into this is doing that and killing Snoke. Because when you do that, you don't leave anywhere to go in the third movie, which is why this had to start with just, well, we just gotta we just gotta reset some shit. Yeah. I think it I think the intent, and I would say this both for JJ and for Ryan. Both thought people were going to continue the story they wanted to tell. I think the story Ryan wanted to tell was what would a movie with Darth Vader being the villain look like? Right. And J.J. doesn't want to make a movie where Darth Vader's the villain. I tell you one thing Ryan did set up and they didn't use and I'm bummed out, which was see around Kiddo. I was really hoping that Luke was going to be a force ghost attached to Kylo. Well, that's that's part of it, too. You know, and I don't want to get too much into the ending. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot about Anakin specifically I right. want to talk about and how Anakin relates to Ben um, that I think the movie doesn't deliver on. But yeah, I don't even remember how we got on this right. I, I, just, think, I just think that this movie, like, it almost makes Last Jedi not canon almost. Like, it completely just turns Last Jedi well, off. Well, I, 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 I wanted to, like, yeah. sit and, and enumerate the things that we can think of as far as, well, uh, like, sp- like well, specific ways that J.J. shot the middle finger yeah, to, he, to he Ryan Johnson. Yeah, he rebuilds the mask. Kylo, he rebuilds the right. mask and puts that back on. I don't even understand the purpose of that because he wears it for maybe twenty minutes. That's Toys, true. yeah, but I think it's that. Yeah. He the basically mask wears it until Ray makes fun right. of it. It's literally yeah. like a poke at Ryan Johnson. That that even makes it more. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, maybe. I'm yeah, just saying that's yeah. a that's a stupid thing to it's, do, especially since that was obviously like the best choice I think Ryan Johnson made. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because I loved him yeah. like um, you know just emoting being evil. Yeah, um, you know just the taking away that raised nobody. I, mean, I that, think I think the biggest thing, and I would argue the only real thing that is the big middle finger is what he does with rose 
Well, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> why do you have a giant slug creature on the Millennium oh, Falcon for that sure. easily could have been Rose to you? Yeah. And it's if you want to say, oh, well, people don't like Rose, then make her likable. Right. That's right. what no. you do. I it's think, it's lazy filmmaking. No, it was I, like I said, it was made from a place scared to piss off the fans, and it, it's and the whole movie. Like Luke she, literally says, it was a mistake to stay on the island. Luke believes that by the end of Last Jedi, though. That's yeah. not. But that oh. line is, is a jab at Last Jedi. Here, um, I don't think it. I don't think this, it is. I I think definitely Rose should have been on that first yeah. uh, that first mission. I can see when the main three go off together, mm-hmm. they would go without her because in Jedi the main three yeah, go off together agreed. and Lando separately. But she should have totally been part of that first mission, like Lando was a part of the Jabba mission. Yep, yep. I I think that's the only one. Because uh, I do think there's some launching ground that Ryan makes that JJ does follow through with that he mm-hmm. never intended, which is if you go back and watch Force Awakens, I think JJ always wanted Ray to be Luke's daughter. Mm. He is so literal in his interpretation. Right. He imagined that oh, you see Ray's parents flying away. Coincidentally, Luke Skywalker flew away and we don't know where he is. Mm. I think he always I'm, imagined. I'm 100%, if not necessarily directly her daughter, his descendant, maybe granddaughter or something like that. The reason why I say, and The Last Jedi does this really great thing. Last Jedi is the only Disney star, the only one, not just of this trilogy, the only movie Disney has made that recognizes you, the audience member, has seen the prequels. Right. Which it does this thing where people talk about how clunky this the prequels are, how the Jedi don't make any sense, and it makes that canon. Mm. There's a scene with Ray and Luke where he's like, The Jedi were idiots. And right. they wrote yeah. they created yep. Darth Sidious and they created their own downfall. Right. And because of that, and this is why I say there's huge connotations for Anakin in this film, is Star Wars, a lot of people view it as cyclical storytelling told over multiple generations. That's not how I interpret it. I interpret it as Anakin Skywalker's story. Right. And that the prequels are his fall, and the, and the originals are his, his redemption, and so the sequel trilogy should have been the completion, which is It him, should have been his legacy. Correct. Yeah. Him getting the, the ending he never right. got, mm-hmm. which is that Ben and Ray should be together. He should have his Padme. I think Ryan recognized, whereas J.J. viewed them as Luke and Leia, mm-hmm. Ryan recognized them as Anakin and Padme. Mm. Right, and I think he built JJ fell through with that, but I don't think he quite understood what that means. Yeah, which is why I think it affects his Anakin's right. legacy. I, you know, I, I do agree with you that I think he, I my my theory had always been that Luke was his granddaughter, and whoever was Ray his, was, his I mean Ray was his granddaughter, and whoever was the parent died in the Cairo uh-huh. rain. So that's what would have happened there. But yeah, obviously we'll never know because they chose this round robin time. Yeah, for sure. I, I will say I like that they, they all went off on an adventure together. I had said that on the yeah. podcast for it and, and they did that. Now And they have good chemistry, the three. See, of them. and the thing yeah. is like they finally felt like a team. Right. But I hate that all the bonding happened between Last Jedi and Rise Skywalker off screen. Right. Sure. Because like in the first two movies, they don't hang out at all. Right. And that is a mistake. They right. ne- but this one, they felt like the band on the Millennium Falcon. And like I felt that. And, right. I, and it makes, you know, it's definitely Poe's best movie. J- they aged him up a little bit. You could tell they put like old makeup, a little gray in his hair. Like Oscar Isaac's looking old in there. But right. I think he's supposed to be this commander learning in Last Jedi. And I think he's. That's come to fruition. He, he does a better job leading in this one. I feel like he makes the exact same mistake in this movie than he makes in Last Jedi. What do you mean? That he's ill-prepared and doesn't actually know have direction or understanding. Yeah. If it wasn't for Lando Calrissian, they would have lost. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 
But I do think, like I said, I think he's more likable in this one. I don't think he's likable in the second. Hey, oh, I agree. He's not. Yeah. I've never been a huge fan of his. Me neither. I didn't, me neither. Uh, and uh, I think in this, he's he's maybe the most likable of the three of them in this. Definitely, they give him the. He's the one that the humor lands with for the sure. Of the three of them. Yeah. yeah. I was Joseph, you're being pretty quiet. Over well, here. I meant to. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was. I actually wanted to hear from you about how you felt about Poe being uh, even more spotlighted in this one than he's been in the previous two. Since you're not a big Poe fan, I think. Thank goodness Ryan gave Finn and Poe a character arc because they have none in this movie. Yeah, they, <laughs> no, they, they have reached their destination mm-hmm. at the beginning of it, and they continue that all the way through through the end. I mean, to to me, uh, Poe's arc is getting a girlfriend. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I don't, I didn't mind it. I, I don't think Poe is a character that deserves as much as, as much of a, re-roll. I agree. I agree yeah. And, uh, I think he should have been a bit player and that's it. So, you know, that, well, no, that, I think fine. he should have been, there should be three good guy leads. I just don't think yeah. they ever did. They never landed him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think a lot of the problems with this whole series, and this is an issue I have with this movie as well, is JJ's just afraid of things. He should have killed Poe in Force Awakens like sure. he intended. Yep. Um, I, uh, you know, oh, follow on he, to that what question. Does, what he does with Chewie. Yeah. Should he have killed Chewie? Absolutely. Okay, thank you. That's, <laughs> see, I don't agree because <laughs> Chewie sells a lot of toys. But, 100%. So he, he took it away from me, and I, I did believe it in that moment. Yeah. So I felt that feeling. And then he gave it back to me and made it feel good. So now when you watch it again, you don't have that feeling che- anymore. Chewie's, but, Chewie's one of those things I just don't think you can really fuck with. I, I yeah. you know, uh, But he does it twice. He does it to Chewie and 3PO. Both times <laughs> 3PO we should have kept. Three, yeah, I agree with that. See, the thing is with 3PO, though, this is the best 3PO movie if you want to watch I also 3PO. wanted to ask, <laughs> ask you, Christian, about, about the 3PO because 3PO gets all the best lines and jokes yeah. in this movie. Yeah. I, d- I <laughs> like 3PO in this movie. <laughs> I think I, I liked it better when he, like, when he got his memory wiped. I thought that was an emotional moment, and then they continue to play it well. <laughs> if I have one major complaint, and I've said it on the podcast before, I said it when we were in the theater, his first word should be Master Annie. That should be. A, That's true. That's true. That, JJ doesn't like the prequels. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know what? I think you are right about that. Yeah. And whether you like them or not, they're there. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Well, my big question I want to ask you is while we're jumping around a bit is Finn. Yeah. What What do you think he was trying to tell Ray? He's oh. force sensitive. Yeah, that's that, what they've, 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 and they've that's what I was gonna ask. Do you think he's force sensitive? Because there is. are clues in. No, this no, movie. he's definitely yeah. force sensitive. Yeah. Okay. I I see. Look to me. To me, the chemistry was always there better between Finn and Ray, and we will we will get into that deeper down the line. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, the force sensitive thing I think is fine, but I also thought it was going to be like you know, I love I you. Love you kind That's of what thing. I thought it was. Yeah. And then I read stuff, and and everyone seems to think that it's. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I. I wonder why he didn't answer it because it's weird. They to never put it tell up you. In there and, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's such a weird thing to seed in there and because, never come back. To I it. mean, when I I thought he put it up in the air to make you think it's an I love you and yeah. not and what it was actually going to be is I'm one of you too. I can feel the force as well. Yeah. And then he didn't either. I think there's a lot of cuts to this movie out there. Oh, that's probably I, true. I think they cut this movie a lot of times because they wanted to find the most pleasing one. I bet you there's versions where he says probably both things. But the but the yeah. Finn, <laughs> but the Finn thing is kind of coming back to what I was talking about as far as like JJ's direct disses. I feel like to the Ryan Johnson universe is he like makes an acknowledgement of this like democratization of the force. It's not just based on bloodlines, but does nothing with it. There's absolutely that's no true. development. But, but that's also a, true. His 
Brian Johnson's whole point that that he needed to democratize it was bullshit anyway. It was never a blow. No, for sure. But you know, you know, that's kind of what they've made these movies. Like there was one guy who it was a bloodline thing for. That's exactly. But apparently, that's not true because you again, our hero of this movie had to be somebody more than who we thought it was. And so, yeah, that note, uh, the Snoke clones that Snoke was was just a prop from from Palpatine. It was, you know, I I, feel like I don't think that's an opening scene. I, I think I don't think that's a middle finger. I think that's a perfect continuation yeah 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 no I, I agree i think that's a that's a plus for last yeah year i do too um, yeah so did you guys know that planet's supposed to be mustafar i did not know but i did read that this oh it my makes god sense. this is what pisses me off mm. if you're gonna include it say but, it and make it recognizable make it, yeah. ab- make it that fucking base yeah. you know yeah. so that was could Mustafar's you imagine Mustafar. where the, the emperor's hung up no, no where no. he goes to to find the uh, thing. Oh, yeah. by the way can we just go ahead and say which should have been the last holo- scene in last jedi yeah. call it a fucking holocron right that's what it is don't, don't make up some a sith term. wayfinder Dude, yeah. there's a lot of sith wayfinder there's a lot of tim uh, Zahn borrowed shit in this yeah movie. a lot of MacGuffins. could you yeah well i would <laughs> could you imagine uh, kylo like walking into the fucking black halls under the lava flow yes. and like kind of being in awe of like Darth Vader the yeah, first wearing the same shine. fucking hoodie and it could have been a, sh- like a shrine like yeah. you know what his, yeah. I was gonna fight him but you're right he hates the prequels he hates the prequels because that would have been great walking through there with that same fucking hoodie on with oh, that yeah. I mean yeah. honestly that, that would have been that cool. that would have been a good excuse to put the hood back I mean to put the helmet back yeah. on yeah. As, yeah. as that scene is like oh yeah this guy is my inspiration right. Uh, I, you know, I've kind of lost my way, but this is yeah. bringing me back. JJ doesn't view this movie or his this trilogy at all as a continuation of nine films. Yeah, it's a continuation from A New Hope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's true. That, that, that continuation he, of the one he likes. Yeah. yeah, that also could be mandated from Disney. I, I think Disney was fooling around with him a lot. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, everything we're laying on JJ and Ryan Johnson is Disney about movies that we all like, which is weird anyway. But everything we're lying on stems back to this should have never been round robin storytelling. No, yeah, no yeah. We have an overall we have an overall yep. view of where this starts, where this ends. They needed a Kevin Hand Feige. it to a director, you get it to And the that's next the thing, point. like even if you had different filmmakers, definitely yeah. have a through line, have a, right. a yeah. plot line through the all right. three before you This is you where this off. character needs to Correct. be. Yeah. Like, yeah. They feel so disjointed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, before we get in, I want to get through the rest of my other one. So the Snow Clones, you guys just that's fine. I still think it's kind of a bit of a diss. Uh, the race parentage, which is also kind of ties into that bloodlines are the only thing that matters yeah. um and the i feel like the whole movie is the exact opposite of you know the the famous line from the ryan johnson movie which is you know let the past die kill it if you have to apparently the past is all that fucking matters in this movie <laughs> like, yeah. the whole thing was taken care of too. <laughs> the, you know the but thing- that's what that's what that's what the villain of the movie says the fact that people attribute that to be what the purpose of the film is means people don't get the movie when you're following the bad guy's direction and saying oh this is what the point of this purpose that's not what happens Kylo believes it is remembered that way. You're you're right yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. That's the villain talking. Well, but I mean, also that's also Ryan Johnson talking, yeah. <laughs> and that's also a lot of people who defending it defend yeah. it. They pick that as yeah. their defense of it, yep. and it's a bad defense of it because it's the bad guy. It's point agreed. Of it's, also, there's too much focus on that line. Is yeah, really my yeah. point. That's fair. And you brought up actually a good point. Yeah. Is I kind of at the end of Last Jedi. They do kind of discredit the whole concept of the Jedi as like, you know, this this pinnacle of of like the good version of the force in the universe is like, oh, maybe they weren't quite. Maybe the Jedi ways aren't necessarily the best ways. And in this way, it comes back. I mean, even even at the end of it with the force ghost Luke telling her the only way to defeat the Sith is to be the Jedi. It's like, well, hang on. This is kind of against what we talked about in the last movie. What's even even funny to me and what's out of character about that is because, (laughs) because, again, all the shit that happens with them in Sidious, 
But then the mistakes they make in those prequel movies are the exact same mistakes Yoda and Obi-Wan make in the original trilogy. In freaking Return of the Jedi, Obi-Wan tells Luke he has to kill his father. And Luke says, I can't kill my dad. And Obi-Wan's response is, well, then the Emperor is already one. Right. Like, they literally can't see past their own bullshit. So, like, having Luke be like, "I I can't do this anymore makes sense. And so then to be for Luke to be like, no, they were right all along, even though they told me to kill my dad and I didn't listen. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know, I mean, really, and I bring up this scene a lot, but my favorite scene in Jedi is when he realizes that they're full of shit. Yeah. Like, I can't beat this guy by becoming this guy. So that also is like, how do you even make three more movies? After? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I still liked these three movies. Well, that's, that's why, I mean, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give too much credit to the fans but you know the whole concept of, of the skywalker being necessarily mm-hmm. like the new version of the jedi with kind of like you know not necessarily it's like a gray yeah type. well not necessarily yeah. gray jedi but not necessarily ensnared to yeah. all like the rituals and the terminology yeah. and all this yeah. kind of stuff of the jedi mm-hmm. necessarily but also kind of you know like this new thing that's representing you know the, the good the side light. of the force yeah, yeah. the light in the universe kind of thing which i think is more like more interesting yeah i hate the word gray jedi though yeah, a fanboy loves to say "Gray Jedi." That's that's a, that's a guy who loves an anti-hero. Is what Gray Jedi is. The thing is, I think what JJ wanted from this is largely the same thing I wanted from this: is for Luke Skywalker to have made a difference. Yeah, but he also had that Luke didn't really make a difference because the Empire survived and stuff. Well, yeah, JJ so, said in an interview. So, you know, also, yeah. Ryan Johnson already established that Luke made a difference by inspiring well, yeah. people I mean, around the universe. I mean, by made a difference by like his legacy is carried on by specifically someone. So I think you know. But see, that's why I think I think the Ryan Johnson one is more interesting in that because mm-hmm. in, instead of being like you have one Padawan, he's in, like he right. becomes a legend. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And through that legend, through that own mythos, he's like inspiring the morals and and aspirations of people everywhere, as opposed but, to just like one or two or three Padawans. That that scene, by the way, brings me what I think is the strangest thing about both of those movies. Last Jedi feels like an ending. I don't. It doesn't it feel does. like you need another yeah, movie does. after yeah. this. Mm-hmm. This feels like. Okay, well, let's get on to the rest of this. For sure, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ian, about um, JJ in an interview? Oh, JJ said in an interview when he's talking about promoting this movie mm-hmm. that, uh, like, I, his most surprising, subverted thing, and it seemed like an underhanded shot at Last Jedi was what he did with Luke Skywalker, right. being on that planet and banishing himself. I think, I think if what you said is JJ did all three of these movies. I feel like it would be he. There's enough here; it could have been good. I mean, you know, I, I think like, I like that the characters and it's just there's no execution. I, you know, I feel like I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a gray Jedi path here <laughs> between Ryan Johnson and JJ because I mean, definitely I I, I appreciate being willing to challenge the expectations I, and and I definitely think uh, you know this movie is a crazy amount of fan service uh-huh. and if you had one more JJ movie like I mean it, it's just it would be even more fan service it'd be just all the things that you think that you want from this I, series. I again, I like Last Jedi a lot. I yeah. think I think it's one of the ones I can most just put on and watch by itself. It's a standalone movie, I think. But again, I already said this multiple times. But its ch- course change is why this one was so weird in yep. spot. But in, in in general, all three of them together, I like it. I enjoyed it. You know, I, I think enjoyed it's still the ride. My least favorite trilogy. So original trilogy, prequel I'm, trilogy. I'm with you. New trilogy. We're new on trilogy the same page here. Worst. It is the worst. Yeah, see, I, would, I wasn't that way before this, but because of as an ending, it brings all three down. I would go. That's true. Yeah, I'm. I see. I'm more like first trilogy, and then the rest of them are just 
Legos laying on that's, the floor. That's yeah. also there. This is an anti-Ian take. These are the three most recent things, yeah, no. and they're worse than no. the less I, recent I, I, Well, On our prequel rewatch, I like them more. Yeah. I, yeah. I do. Yeah, they're, they're just better movies. One thing these. that I wanted to talk about that I think... That I say a lot that I don't. I, I think Anakin is JJ's least favorite character. It's because, of course, letting the Emperor live means Anakin didn't fulfill his promise right. or whatever. The other part of that is there was a big excuse that if the Emperor lived, then Luke would be the one to kill him, and so it would be his lineage. So that Anakin, you know, through the Force uh, was created, and his lineage is the one. So well, obviously, that's not what happens either, right? right? The one that does it. The other problem is this is the Skywalker saga, and this is the last movie with the last living Skywalker who doesn't speak for the entire last hour of the film. Mm, right. How do you have then the last movie about Skywalkers, the last living Skywalker, not say a word? Mm-hmm. That's a mind-boggling choice to me. Like, and Ben is his own creation. It's not like it's Rose. He just intentionally doesn't give Ben the opportunity to speak. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, to kill him. Um, I, I think we talk about the disconnect between 7 to 8, 8 and 9. I feel like the natural conclusion was for about halfway through this movie, Ray and Ben team up. They're in love. They make out or whatever. They kill the Emperor together. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's where I felt like it should have gone. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I'm mostly disappointed because it doesn't follow through with that. I'm going far out on a limb. You have to let me get back to what I'm talking about. Do mean? But you know my penchant for watching soap operas on YouTube. Yes. I had just like the day before watched my favorite soap opera character's second death scene, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and uh, and right. I I love it because the whole thing plays out in silence. And I thought that was really cool. So I may have been just really primed for that, but I really liked that the whole end of Kylo partly because Adam Driver is such a good physical actor, Mm. was played out all physical. Because I had no doubt on what his take on things were without any words. If it had been any actor not of Adam Driver's talent level, it would not have worked. I agree with you, because there is nothing there. It's it's more his facial expressions and just his attitude, how he's carrying himself. But there is no lines that emote... That he he I mean that communicate. Yeah. Hey, I'm good now. You know what I mean at all. And man, which I know they kind of did this in Last Jedi, but this is a thing I definitely think they land better in in this. When Kylo, you know, lights up a lightsaber and you know it's for the good guys this time. That's my fucking mark out moment for sure. Yeah. I, I that think, was the I think shit. that's a great moment. Yeah, actually, that wasn't the mark out moment. The the mark out moment was when Wedge showed up. Yeah, yeah. God, because <laughs> I was mainly like that guy got fucking paid. Yeah, because you know they had to back up the money truck to his door. Man, I I physically said so, yelled when I saw Wedge scream. <laughs> I I wooed, and I was the only person in the theater. I wooed alone. It was mind boggling because I just read Rise of the Resistance, mm. which doesn't really do anything. Mm. Um, but Wedge is a central character in that right. about him returning to the Resistance, right. and he's not at all in the movie. So I was like, why did I just read this three hundred page right. novel about now Wedge? Now you know. Toys? Good. So we can show up for one scene on the yeah, Millennium Falcon. Yep. I really like. I mean, switching gears. I really like the Emperor. Like that opening scene with Kylo. I, he, him hooked up to the machine like a puppet. I, it, it's I, it's it, a cool it, aesthetic. It. Yeah, it looked good. I mean, it looked really good. It's always good as that character and a chance to see it more. First, yeah. always. But yeah, I thought yeah. the computer claw thing he was hooked. Like yeah. it all looked pretty. Like the CGI yeah. was pretty on yeah, point. Yeah, it's it, like again, it, it's like a cool whole aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, I am really. What the fuck was the Emperor's plan? <laughs> It's it's a t- wee bit confusing. As I said, well, I mean, don't so think about it too hard. <laughs> part, part of this thing, like I said, was really lifted from the Timothy Zahn books. There's a thing in the Timothy Zahn 
comic book where the Emperor has a hidden fleet of super, super star destroyers. Called Dreadnoughts. Yeah. And, That's where um, Ryan got it from. And and I hate and they really <laughs> lifted that from this. You know? Yeah, I am. I mean, look, they're again in the unknown regions, all that. Stuff. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. Who was communicating though? I mean, who was piloting those? Well, that's, that's what I want to get into. That. <laughs> so, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, just a second. That's literally addressed in the Timothy's. Is they don't need like they operate as a unit, right? Oh. Yeah. So like that that is a thing. Okay, so they don't put that in the movie. No, yeah. they, that could have been literally a line that short. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, it exposition. probably is in the five hour cut. Of <laughs> That's a good point. Um, so as far as I understand it, right? As for, from watching it, correct me if I'm wrong. The Emperor wanted Ray to come down. Oh, I also have to say one other thing, too. Sure. There's a force power. It's like battle management or something like that, where a synth can communicate with his troops all at once. And so him being able to look up and see all the ships is that thing. Yeah, that's also from the Zon. That's also from the Zon. I mean, it's fine. They don't establish it. I agree. It makes no sense in the movie. So so the whole plan is, one, get Sith down there with that fucking weird-ass Sith gallery that exists, doesn't exist. Right. Are they real things? Are they the real acolytes people? acolytes are we talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> are they acolytes? See, I thought those were I, ghosts, like his ghosts. That's what I wasn't sure yeah. about. So so apparently all... I wondered if they were also clones of him. Like, yeah. if, if all of it was also unclear. It was just a cool-looking cult. So, yeah. <laughs> JJ is a very visual guy. For, for sure. Like, this is, this is storyboards that never got fleshed that's out. That's exactly right. Um, but, like, the plan was... Have uh, Ray there. Tell her she's a Palpatine, and then uh, apparently there's a new. Well, the first plan is for Kylo to kill her. Right. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah. So for Kylo, Kylo to kill her, so then he'll just rule. So who's gonna rule the universe? I also want to point out. I also want to point out in the crawl it talks about a broadcast. The Emperor says yeah. that happened in Fortnite. They literally were on, at like three <laughs> days ago on Fortnite during the game is broken up and the Emperor. I mean that's pretty uh, fun. Really? Yeah, it means Fortnite's canon. Yeah, I guess Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite's canon. That is very strange. Yeah, weird, weird choice. Yeah. Um, so okay, yeah. You've originally did to kill Ray and insert Kylo as the new Sith Lord, which surely was not the plan. I guess maybe the Emperor would probably back yeah. backstab him to take over, whatever. So then Ray's in front of him, and then he's sure that he wants Ray to kill him because there's a magical Sith thing where all the Sith leaving whatever living Sith there is and then gets automatically passed on to someone who kills them out of hatred? So hang on. Are all the other Sith also have all the other Sith in them? How, what, at what level do you become the Sith there, repository? You know, there, I, I would say this. This guy, you know, he loves fan service and usually I'm fine with that because I also like being serviced as mm-hmm. I've said many times on Me this. Me too. He didn't go for it. When they said that shit... All the Sith should have shown up behind him, and all the Jedi should have. Yeah. Been, oh, and, and that would have been should, so it would have cool. Been boner time. Oh, the, yeah. uh, there is a, a a standard for like Sith souls living in temples. I think you meet Darth Bane in one of the Clone Wars. Sure, episodes. that's true. Yeah. So I thought go all in on that. Like if that's the yeah. stand, we've seen that before. We don't really do that. We just kind of like. Yeah, Keep our toes in it a little bit. So, so then she says no, she's not going to do it, and then he's going to kill her. What's his? What is the fucking plan? Here? I definitely think someone, if if someone clones him again, the first thing they should say is like, "Hey, man, just forget about apprentices. <laughs> you always that's where you go wrong every time. Yeah. You seem to have this shit pretty well together until the apprentice gets involved. Also, he does die, but she doesn't get possessed." Now, is it because she he tur- dies by his own power? Yeah, exactly. I think that's yeah. what it is. I think that's mostly what it is, yeah. but it's not well established. And again, 
everything's fucking made like it, it, to me when the emperor is like explaining his plan and what's going on it sounds like when a kid is trying to explain the rules of a game and like why he didn't get hit by the sword yeah when you hit him with it like it, it was just like absolute and i understand again i'm watching a movie about space wizards in the past with laser swords and it was fucking nonsense see this is the my other we're, we're getting to the ending so this is where i also we, believe we skipped all of the middle just yeah. to be clear there was a middle bit yeah uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, is there anything to cover in the middle? I mean, no. uh, to, to, to me... They go on a desert planet. Yeah, yeah. They go to adventure. a desert planet like We talked about Chewie getting clone pulled. Clone troopers can uh, jetpack now. I like, yeah. I like that criminal planet. That was a cool yeah, like, location. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. That was like... Again, that was somewhere between deserted and city everywhere, which they haven't yeah. done yeah, so Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so to me, we're talking about the, the should Chewie have died kind of thing. I think from a character standpoint, that would have made it more interesting when they're on that planet and when, you know, the Dreadnought or whatever, Kylo's ship, whatever, yeah. comes comes down there. Because then if she's, like, even sensing that Kylo's there, sensing that, you know, whatever she needs to get up to the ship for is there, she'll sense that in herself. She'll sense that, like, you know, that single-minded drive that's, mm-hmm. like, not considering all of her other people. It's kind of like her Sith drive, whatever. Um, she'd feel that and then, like, in the back of her mind, be like, oh no, but the last time I followed through with this, Chewie died. Right. Yeah. And there would be like more of a conflict there and be something to develop. But instead, it was like, oh, I sense Chewie, he's alive, everything's fine. No, there's no consequences to yeah. anything. Well, I, that's a, it's a little ridiculous, like that desert scene. Because yeah, Finn is literally looking at the ship when they board Oh, Chewie, for sure. And then all of a sudden, he doesn't know which ship's right, which. Right, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that's the thing. For, for Ray, it makes sense because she's not looking, she's not yeah. paying attention. She just sees the ship, takes it down, whatever. But everyone else should have fucking seen that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that. Well, I, I mean, that, it's funny because I, know, I, think, I keep looking to you to defend it. And you didn't even like this. I, movie. I, I think you know during the old expanded universe, Lucas's only like rule to those guys is they couldn't kill Lucan or Leia. Like those guys had yeah. to be around in case he decided to do more. I bet Disney's rule is you can't kill Chewie R two or BB eight. Because those are the guys who could be R2, man, is like not a character in this entire trilogy. Considering that he's the real hero of the first six, that is, I agree, that's bullshit. It's so weird. I will say there's a badass on a desert planet scene with Ray, and I also called this on the podcast, Mm. does some flips. Yeah. But in like a 30 second span, she's flipping over Kylo Ren's Star Destroyer and cutting off a wing. Then she's bringing physically down a ship yeah, from midair. Which and also then, looked ridiculous to and, me. And then she's spitting lightning out of her hands. I'm like, oh, so she's OP all the way now. You know what I mean? She's right. just like the most powerful right. of anything. There was, there and was, then she heals a, a worm. Yeah, there was definitely some, uh, you know, I feel like for all the shit we give Lucas for going buck wild with the prequels, even with adding the flippy lightsaber things, I still feel like he kept the force things relatively in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, and JJ's just like, let's go all, all out in. with it because that's what people want. People want to these ch- yep. ships dragged down but the problem is for me like once once you expand the force powers to like just slightly outside of like human capacity you know like what a, a, like the strength of a normal human would be then like it gets really hard to get the stakes again like I it know. gets fucking ridiculous exactly yeah, I, 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 I like that scene but I, I love that yeah, scene yeah yeah I like that the, scene I like, is maybe my favorite scene <laughs> I like the lightning thing I just don't wish it wasn't a fucking ship I know? like her cutting the wing off the tie like, that's pretty that cool yeah. I actually I really love the uh, did you have more to say on the no, desert one fine. Go ahead. Uh, the, I love the lightsaber scene in uh, on by the Death Star because you know we, we talked about you you wanted some more force flips I think in general there there weren't that many force flips but I feel like that battle did a really good job of expressing like advantage like who's who's yeah Who's in yeah. power in this in this exchange? And it changes hands several times. I feel like that is done better in in that sequence, even though it has less 
really acrobatic shit than like the Mustafar scene. Because that's episode what it, it was. Their it was their Mustafar. It was absolutely homage, their Mustafar. You know? Dude, it sucks that Adam Driver wants to be a real actor because he should be. The he is such a good physical actor. Yeah, he should be like they should be rebooting Die Hard with him. Yeah. <laughs> like he should be the action. Star. I mean, he's clearly not afraid to do uh, you know big budget studio bullshit. But I think he like is going in this like you and McGregor thought he was going into and didn't. He's like I'm going to do these three and then I'll never do anything yeah. like this again. What about the the lightsaber fight where they're in two separate areas? I don't know if that entirely worked for me. I like that bit because I think it continues the best thing that Ryan Johnson did, which is establish how these two are connected. Yeah, right. Um, I think they can do new things with the force specifically because they're connected. Is that a force power or just something they can do? The the dyad thing is a thing that's existed like in kind of extra stuff, and we've never really seen it on screen because the twin sons thing on Tatooine, like that that twin sons is representative throughout all of Star Wars all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is why I say, JJ, I don't know, always gets it all the way. Because you include the dyad, you include the continuation that the connection these two have. But like at the end, it shouldn't be one of them looking at dual suns. It should be the dual yeah, suns yeah. looking at the dual suns. Right. I, like, I don't think he follows through necessarily on what those bits represent, but they're cool-ass scenes, and I'm glad he at least continued it. To an extent, do you do you guys do you guys think Kylo should have lived? Yes, one hundred percent. I, I, I would have liked. That. I mean, I'm I'm not unhappy with how it played out. Uh, you know, uh, but but I would have been more interested. He's just it. such an interesting character. Like, I'd love to see where he goes yeah. next. You know, like yeah. even even if it was books or in, like I mean, anything. And the, specifically, the fact that he's kind of irredeemable makes him wanting to be a good guy. Got now more interesting. Yeah, well, absolutely. See, that's the that's that's the issue is. So if we're talking about a nine-episode saga of, uh, and it's told in multiple acts, like Anakin got a redemption, but it's not true redemption. He right. doesn't get to live a life that he doesn't deserve. Mm-hmm. Right. And so his lineage should get to right. live the life that he doesn't deserve. Right. Um, which is be with his Padme. Right. And you you took that away from him. So really, Skywalker still, Anakin still isn't fully redeemed well, I, right. I by ta- the end of this. I want to talk about that because I feel, again, I feel like from a narrative structure, I see what you're going for with the Anakin, Padme, uh-huh. Rey, uh, Kylo kind of thing. But how did you guys feel about that kiss? I thought they were great in that scene. I think I had said going into this, uh, you know, I would be happy if we got through this entire trilogy with zero romance. Sure. Since we'd gotten through two thirds of it like that, really, anyway. Sure. For, but if any two characters were in a kiss, I was glad it was those two. Yeah, I liked it. I thought, I thought for no talking, I think. If, you know, they emo- like I like Adam Driver. That's so-, so fascinating. I felt like our whole theater that I was watching it with saw them like a foot apart looking at each other and were like, no. <laughs> and then it happened and there was just dead silence. You know, like there was no clapping or wooing, fucking nothing. The moment they like looked at each other and she passes him the saber through it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how you get anywhere after that bit that doesn't end with them making out. Because, God, right. it looks like they love each other right. in that scene. But you see, that, that's, like, that's where I feel like it's more of a Luke and Leia. Like, I, I feel like it's more of a platonic, respectful connection than a romantic connection. But I, I yeah. do wish Adam Driver had some lines there. Because like, he oh, doesn't yeah. have any Ben Solo lines. I do, I do really love him just like scrambling down to the, to the bottom of the fucking thing. However he can when he, when he lands on the Sith chain. Yeah, yeah, I fucking yeah. love that. I that think was, that's great. So, yeah. We haven't mentioned what is most people's favorite scene in the movies, which do you guys think that Han Solo was real 
as in a force ghost, or do you think it was just? He better something? not be. I think he was just something that that Ben was imagining. Because I, again, if 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 JJ fucking did anything with anything uh, that has existed in the Star Wars universe, like that's a skill that was taught, that was passed down by people who learned it and passed it to other people that they want to learn it. It's not just like, oh, I maybe. I mean, I, I get the whole Han right. might have been force sensitive thing, but that doesn't mean he's a fucking force ghost, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I would say the only reason that. Uh, I would say it could be possible is maybe Luke as a force ghost pulled Han out of the out of the ether. But I'm just wildly with, speculating. Within, within this within this movie with all the ridiculous shit it does, sure. I right. think that <laughs> I, I think it was just a I think it was just a figment of his magic. Yeah, that's what yeah. I think. I like that scene a lot. So too. what I'm about to say sounds weird. It should have been Anakin Skywalker. Oh no! It absolutely should have been Anakin Skywalker. Ben is obsessed with his grandfather. Yes. The fact that or, there's no communication between the two of them, or the fact that Anakin does speak in this movie and not to Ben, is insane. It is insane. I'll one up you better. It should have been both of them. Yeah, probably. It should have been because that's the moment when he decides to bend Ben Solo. There should have been a struggle. And I think no. it's his imagination because he doesn't have the Force Ghost color. Like he was like real yeah. Harrison. Yeah, Ford, he was just. Yeah, that's true. He was just a dude. That's yeah. Really yeah. Cool. Um, you you solved the you, you tell that to the internet and you solved it. absolutely yeah well so so one of the things that I when I talk about that I liked the the story arc not necessarily the mechanics I feel like you know we talk about the dyad the the the, yeah. the Kylo Ren the Ray thing that I think is done well um, is that I feel like the whole the whole point of Ben's thing is he's they're both searching for identity. Ben's whole thing is he's kind of denying parts of his own identity mm-hmm. um, in order to, you know, whatever the fuck he's doing. Um, and so the, the, the resolution of this movie, the thing at the end is that he accepts that who he is and, you know, the family he's a part of and all the influences on him, all this kind of stuff. For Ray, it's the opposite, which, you know, again, I'm not sure I love the Palpatine thing, but it, it kind of fits as a direct foil in that she is something, you know, theoretically inherent. She comes from evil, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she is evil. And so in searching for identity, it's kind of like accepting an identity of myself and not necessarily accepting my identity as it associates with, like, my family, my family, mm-hmm. my lineage. And I think that's a good, like, dichotomy. But I, I feel like, and this trickles back into my romance thing, I feel like Ray and Kylo's whole connection thing is about the fact that they both are searching for their identity. Agreed. Right. And, that, and that's like their, their, their big connection with each other. And to me, the reason I like the whole Finn Ray thing is because Finn has always seen her the way that she ends up seeing herself at the end of this movie. And like, I think that's why I like that connection better is because he sees the good in her as she is without any, you know, like whatever bullshit it is. Whereas Kylo's also like, you need to like I don't know. You need to find yourself. We're 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 both searching for this thing, I, and that's why I feel like it should have. I think that would have been a more satisfying. I romance. think that is a very interesting love trilogy that yeah. they should have played out over three movies. See, yeah, I, you know? I, I I think the issue. I, I agree completely with what you're saying, especially post Rise of Skywalker. Mm, yeah. Now, um, I think leading up to it, their connective tissue, searching for family status, is both of them accepting who they are, even though they don't like it. Mm. So her accepting I'm nobody, even though that's not what she wants to be, yeah. and him accepting that he is Leia Organa Solo and Han Solo's son, and even though he doesn't like it, yeah. is the thing that brings them together yeah. and is the connective tissue. But when you kind of change her motivation a little bit, and by making her a Palpatine and then coming to terms with the fact that she's the descendant of evil, I don't think it works as mm. well 
But I feel like the groundwork was there to do it. But I, since they don't follow through with that, yeah. I agree it doesn't quite land like it should. So what was the fan service thing you liked the most? And what was the one that made your geeky little heart groan? Wedge, easily being the one I liked the most. Yeah. Wedge is probably top five Star Wars character for yeah. me. See, I mean, I don't have, I don't know the Star Wars as well as you guys. I just know the movies, and I, I like seeing Lando. Just seeing Lando, right. you know, again, and, and and you could tell right away he had a cane, and right. he, he's looking old. I'm glad they got this one on film. Yeah, also, too. I thought Billy D was pretty good in it. Billy, Billy D was, was pretty good. good. Yeah. That's the thing. Lando might have been my least favorite, just because he was like putting him back in it. I, and I think and that's the thing. I think Billy D. Williams should be in it. Yeah, but but is he would have been better in Last Jedi as Benicio del Toro? Well, right, but well, I mean, maybe. <laughs> but he's 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 just throwing back like the 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 antithesis of the let yeah. the past die which like yep. you know I know whatever I get your point but I, I feel like I feel like he was representative of the wrong direction this movie was going that I wanted it to go a different direction I don't know what my favorite fan service moment was my my grown one is Ray being a Palpatine I just feel like that's not See, necessary I don't really think that was fan service though because that was just that was the story no that, that is yeah. fan service I mean if you don't like that story it's not like it's not like a little thing you threw in there just somebody but would it's go, not hey it's, I know that thing. it doesn't affect the story what well, that's what, true. what changes by Ray not with you know you don't have that horrible line of dialogue which is Palpatine is your grandfather. Like yeah, that whole bit, that's, that exchange is real, terrible. Because realistically, again, based on the, the movie's own logic, Palpatine doesn't express that the fact that she will inherit all those things is based on the fact that he's her granddaughter. It's because she's evil and she's going right, to kill him yeah. with hatred in her heart. Yeah. So it doesn't change anything. I would say the fan service I'm thinking about is her getting off the ground, her Rocky moment. Mm-hmm. With all the Jedi whispering in her, you know, and they've got, you know, oh, Obi- I, I, oh that's I, it. I love that. Yeah, it. that's. I mean, that was. I like. I like that. Might be my yeah, favorite. That was, also, that the was, thing I wanted to see those people. Like, agreed. Yeah. But I, I, I even liked hearing Hayden Christensen in yeah, there. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, yep. It was maybe the best acting Hayden Christensen. <laughs> I think it was young Obi Wan and old Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I didn't like about that part was JJ being like, "If you like Ahsoka, you'll like this movie," and then if you're an Ahsoka fan, being like, "Oh, cool, so she's dead." Right, right. Wish I knew how that happened. Right. Yeah, you're right. That that was the cameo because she said she was in there, and it's yep. only her voice, and she has to be dead. That's bullshit. Also, yeah. Master and Dooley, like, I, why is she in there? Why? Right. What, what? She was in like ten episodes of Clone Wars. Right. Um, <laughs> maybe just to you know keep it from being such a sausage party. Yeah, you know, no, hundred percent. Because there's yeah, only yeah, like yeah, one yeah, other girl yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I didn't. Spe- love... Speaking of, we okay. introduced girlfriends for uh, for Finn, Finn and uh, and. Poe. I love Carrie Russell, so that worked for me. I really, I, I really am on board with. She did not show her face too. Yeah. 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 Though, and, can you can you imagine if Oscar Isaac as Poe Dameron looked you in the face and said, "Can I kiss you?" and you said, "No." Right. <laughs> like if he if he looked at me and was like, oh, "You know, it's not really the way I go," but I'll give it a shot. <laughs> also, let, let's just based on that, when they make a Metroid movie, movie make her Samus yes. Aran. Yeah. Because yeah. that's who she plays. Yeah. She that's can. Good. She's good. Uh, Have you even watched the Americans? It's so good. Yeah. She plays a Russian spy. I, what did you guys think of Dominic Mon? Hand. Right? Oh, it was yeah. jarring to me because yeah, like he was just him. He was yeah. Charlie. I, I only why, think of him as Charlie why, forever. Why in the world would you put Dominic Monaghan in the middle of a jungle, give him a buzz cut and five o'clock shadow? He's just Charlie yeah, at that no point. No joke. You're not yeah. wrong. Yeah, it was like, you know what? I'm sad we killed off that guy in season three. Let's put him in the movie. Yeah. Gosh. Um, I liked him being the spy. I thought that, I thought that was a joke that you're worked. talking about Hux? Oh, yeah. No, sorry. I'm thinking Hux. Yeah. yeah. Donald Gleason. Oh, yeah. yeah. My the okay. I, I do feel like he got a, a bit of a bullshit ending flayed for a joke for a dude who was like literally you know space Hitler, Hitler. he was space yeah, he Hitler. was space Hitler in the I, first I one he think, gets off pretty uh, 
I, I do think they didn't need to introduce introduce the other guy. They could Richard just Grant. I will yeah. say, Richard, e. how is he Richard E. Grant not in one of these movies yeah, already? Right. He you know what I'm like saying? Imperial he officer. is the most imperial officer looking <laughs> dude ever. I still think he should have been Thrawn. That character yeah. should have been Thrawn, and Richard E. Grant would have been a good Thrawn. Yeah, yep. He would have been a good Thrawn. He would have yeah. been a great Thrawn. Yeah. Not enough fan service, JJ. <laughs> uh, my my main, main fan service thing that drove me nuts, and it's probably just because it's the patient zero, I believe, of dudes complaining about movies on the internet. I fucking hated when Chewie got the medal. Uh, yeah, because that's, that's where it, that's where I, it I all like began. Yeah. It all yeah. began when two geeks met in a chat room and thought said to one another, Hey, how come Chewie didn't get a medal when the people did? And, you know, JJ just fixed that one, and it just kind of made me go. Because where did it come? That's, At first, I didn't even recognize a- what it was. I was like, is that chocolate? Does <laughs> <laughs> Chewie like chocolate? And, I mean, I'm glad Chewie got a medal. Like, divorcing myself from this side of Third World, he finally got a medal. Good for him. And it looks like he has a couple options of getting space laid there. So that's cool. <laughs> but, uh... But space laid. But, I think uh, it's still just laid. But that was the one that most felt like if you know a year from now they make a uh, Star Wars starring the Wayans brothers, that would be like a scene from that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I hadn't made that connection, but you're right. That's 100 percent the original like fanboy right. complaint that you tried to answer. Uh, what did you guys think of the ending? Like the very very end with her on tattoo. I, it's hard for me to speak objectively about that because I don't know if you guys know this about me, but literally my first memory on Earth is Luke looking at the two suns. Mm, yeah. So that see, got you know I was I was I have a huge problem with it. What the fuck does Leia have to do with Tatooine? Why are we Why are we going there to bury Leia's saber in the sand? So I have an issue <laughs> with it as well, and that goes along with my issue. Yeah. So she buries two sabers, right? Do we remember which saber she buries? Luke and Leia. Luke and Leia, mm-hmm. right? Anakin's gets tossed in the ocean or right. something like the legacy saber does. So I will agree my complaint is not specifically Anakin's saber. But, if you will, his children's saber gets buried in what represents in Star Wars oh, yeah. as slavery. <laughs> uh, also, he's on record as saying he hates sand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anakin, Tatooine, ta- Tatooine is, one, Anakin was literally born in, as a slave there. Right. Two, it's where he became a slave to the dark side when he commits murder for right, the first yeah. time. Luke is essentially a slave to being poor. Right, like, right. Um, it, it literally represents being chained to something. And what we're saying is, no matter what, you're always going to end up in the place that got you down. (laughs) Damn, you know what? I hadn't put that much thought into it, but you make some very solid points there. That's why I'm saying he doesn't like Anakin Skywalker, because I don't understand how you could go back to Tatooine and be like, we're going to permanently bury you in the thing that you can't ever escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also... That should have been all the Jedi's at the end. It should yeah, have just. Why been is Luke Ben not there? Yeah, you that know? that yeah. Also, why? Is, I, okay, he I should have been. There. Okay, I I can see why Ben isn't there if it's just Luke and Leia, because that subtly implies maybe he's their kid. Maybe they did continue with the sister brother fucking. But you know, yeah. if it's the three of them, it makes them look like they're the family. But if it's all the Jedi, including Ben, like if you see Obi Wan there, you see Yoda there, you see. Anakin there, yeah. then it may, I think it would have made more sense. Anakin was going to be there, but he hates sand. So he he, hates he sand. didn't show up. I, hopefully his thing would have been he got there and like, this shit again? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I do like the saber at the end. I think that's yeah. a, it, you know, yeah. it's just like a twist on her staff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. I like the color too. Again, but it was like, okay, let's watch that movie now. Bro, for sure. It definitely yeah. feels like that. 
I'm sure we will in 10 I, years. I also generally, <laughs> I felt like this movie had too many in, in the final, like the third act is a large portion of the movie. Yeah. The, the, it's the, an hour, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I felt like there were too many like low points where, where mm. like the all is lost kind of oh. moments. Because I, I feel like uh, after Leia dies is kind of one of those moments. I feel like the uh, like before the ships come and save everybody is one of those moments. And then after the fucking Emperor shoots lightning onto a whole fucking planet because he can do that now uh, is one of those moments. And I it's, just felt like it was like too many endings. I feel like you could have stopped or just cut one out. But yeah. it did feel Return of the Jedi in that like you had Rey and the Emperor going at it. And above them there's a yeah, planet right. ship. Yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for sure it yeah, was that. But... Yeah, it JJ was, was there's like, a lot of there's a lot they, of lulls. What do they already do for this? Oh yeah, we'll just do that. It'll be fine. This, this morning I watched Return of the Jedi again and I had a thought that had never occurred to me to today. How fucking cool would it be if when Luke takes off the helmet, James Earl Jones would have actually been yeah. on there? <laughs> that would have been so fucking cool, right? Yeah. Because you know, I mean, it's space people. A black guy could have white kids in space. We don't know. Yeah, I think that would have been so much head of its time. Yeah, the um, it, dude, it could have changed history. Literally, yeah. it could have been the shooting baby Hitler of our generation. <laughs> the uh, you know we talked. I said I think Palpatine's a fan service. Yeah. the reason why I say that it's just fan service and doesn't really bear on the plot of this movie is again going back to the ending. It ends with Ray back on a desert planet lying about her lineage. Mm. Right. <laughs> She could have still done that and been nobody. Right. I'm also not entirely sure how I feel. And again, I'm not just trying to like bitch here. That, no, please but, do. But yeah. on, on a on Get a on a, on a on a on a saga of built on hope and the good guys ending on a lie. I don't. I like. It's just hard for now, me to accept you know, that. But. You know what though? I I hadn't thought of that, but you're right. Her being nobody and saying at the end, "I choose to be a Skywalker," mm-hmm. is exactly the same as her being Palpatine yeah. and saying, "I choose to be a Skywalker." So I agree on that. They, it it might have even worked better if she was nobody. Yeah, yeah. I think all people are going to be called Skywalkers going forward. Though. That's like, like all anyone, people, with, anyone with everyone's last anyone name. with force. You know what I mean? I think I don't think that's. they established that. I think that I that would be a cool direction yeah. to go, but I don't think they do that. I think that was implied. But I don't, I don't think they establish it though. No. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's implied. I think it's what we all thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because it felt like that's where the story was heading, yeah. and then what the information we had. Well, what did you guys think of Leia? Because I had, like I said, I don't want to talk about Leia I, but I really think JJ was should have. They should have kept Mark Hamill alive and killed off Leia at the end of two. You know, Last Jedi because like her scenes are just one word shots. Like it, <laughs> you can very much tell that she's not alive. You know, yeah, and they rewrote the script. To get her these one sentences, it, it very much. I think when they when they cast uh, what's Charlie, what's his name, Monahan or Dominic on, right? Yeah, and they cast. And they're like, okay, you're gonna be in this movie. What you're gonna do is you're gonna respond lines of dialogue that we have to write around a dead person. Yeah. Things they've already said. Him and the That's other a dude. Weird part. Him and the other dude from Lost. Yeah. Those are their only two roles. I I don't really agree because I think. Ray and Luke are so closely tied together mm. and that Leia and and Ben are so closely tied together that you had to get to the moment 
where she dies to save yeah. Ben. Yeah. I love that scene, by the way. I that, think that's fantastic. I think it's just unfortunate that she's dead and you couldn't yeah. get to there. There would have been a great part the way there. you want. Because like, I like her as the master on the jungle planet. Mm-hmm. Like All that really yeah. is cool. That, that call where he just like slowly like turns around and slows. Yeah. That shit got me. I love yeah. that shit. Also, I don't feel like I appreciated how silly Kylo Ren's fucking outfit was until they put a hole through that vest. It's like, <laughs> oh, this is a really goofy thing that you're wearing. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything else? What about the force power healing? Is I know that the Mandalorian. It's. it's I mean, they they literally released that that uh, episode of Mandalorian earlier to establish. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I kind of like that that they specifically established for that like it has consequences. Like I'm giving my life force to you. Yeah. And so in that way, I kind of like that that uh, essentially Ray just giving Adam Driver alone. You know. I also think it's. I think it's interesting. A part of this movie, I think, in a lot of ways, is J.J. retconning or maybe being, I don't want to use the term coward, but I feel like he's afraid of some choices that he made, that Ryan made, that even George Lucas has made. And so he tries to come up with a justification for him. And so in Force Awakens, everyone critiques that Ben does the mind trick on Rey, and then she turns around and immediately does it on the Stormtroopers. Mm. He goes. He does the exact same thing here with the healing powers, which is she does it to him, and he immediately now learns how to do it and is able to do it to her. Yeah, and I think that's, I think it's good. Like I think that's right. a, a like I don't I don't like I don't have that complaint about Force Awakens and yeah. the, the thing, but I know a lot of people do, and so JJ's trying to make it right, which is like, oh, when you experience something. I mean, I'm, I'm also okay. With, I'm also okay with it from the point of view of one. They we've established they're connected, and two, Agreed. we've established they're the most prodigious See, force users outside yeah. of apparently I, the Emperor. I just think he's he's introducing a lot of new stuff because then the Emperor starts sucking in Ray. Like, we, what is that? Is that the reverse? <laughs> we introduced two new characters in the last part. One of them in the last third of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Again, that part's uh, confusing. Again, yeah. the mechanically, it's absolute nonsense. <laughs> a lot of a lot of the plot of this movie of like how we get from point A to point B is Ray's just I've had a vision <laughs> and I have to go somewhere and yeah. do something and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, also, on Return of the Jedi, I watched some clip uh, online this uh, this week after having watched it, which was people in line waiting to go see Return of the Jedi. Didn't any of you guys? No. Because it was kind of going around. Um, and. It was just so different than now. Like, it was just people literally talking about, I think Luke's going to kick Darth Vader's ass. Nah, man, Darth Vader's my man. He's going to end. Like, there was nobody who was like, well, you know, I heard Richard Marquand really wasn't handling it, so Lucas really directed this movie. (laughs) Like, nobody was saying shit like that. And even though I guess this kind of thing is why we do this. It is. we do. It is sad we'll never experience a movie like that again. That's fair. No one will. It's not just a lost childhood thing. It's a lost part of society. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. The internet's ruined that. Too much, in, too much information at your fingertips. Yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's it. I, I, if I had to summarize this movie, I think it misses out on what the purpose of all nine films are. I know everyone hates the the complaint about that about Last Jedi. I don't have. I feel it more with Last Jedi. I feel the connective tissue with Last Jedi more than I do this film, and that's okay. You know, I think I would be a hypocrite not to love it just because I'm always saying, I just want a Star Wars movie to do Star Wars shit. And it's like he listened to exactly me. It's like, okay, here's two and a half hours of just Star Pure, Wars shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think you make a solid point. I feel like evaluating it, it's, it's impossible but to evaluate the, the, the trilogy outside of the whole nine. I think it's fine. But I, I think as like if it's supposed to be yeah. tagging into the other six. I also agree that I feel like it misses the point. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I, like I said, it's 
the, it's my best description. It's like a girl that seems pretty from really far away, but then you get up close and you see some imperfections. <laughs> and then she dies. You see this pretty girl from far away, and then she dies in the first scene in The Last Jedi, and you hate the movie. Is <laughs> what happens. Uh, yeah, my advice is Ian shouldn't watch this movie. Either. Like you, you should watch it these two times yeah. and never because you have a habit of ruining movies for yourself. But I do. I, th- I like. I, I think it's fun. I like so that you like it. I'm on board with it. Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I stand by. I put this on Facebook. I stand by it. I want people to like it. I want people yeah. to go see it. I want people to, you know, I the reaction to Last Jedi is it was just freaking annoying, and I don't want another Star Wars movie to ever have that again. Right. So. I, I I just. Yeah, I just want it to be fun space shit. And this was fun it pl- space It plays shit. it fast and safe, but it's fun. That's we're, what I like, wanted. We're going to find out when we talk to people at Pensacon. Yeah. Um, you know, we said we were going to talk about this in the beginning, and it seems like a weird thing to end on, but uh, how did it do financially? Uh, yeah, so it made 375 worldwide, which I think is a little lower. I think they wanted like 450. Yeah, I think they were shooting for 450. So, but it made a fuck ton That's of still money. a lot yeah, of money. It made 195 million in the US, so it made it, it made nothing I know does that, that. My theater was busy, but not, the theater I saw it in yeah. was busy, but not crazy. But you said it, your yeah, theater we, in the life was mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Yeah, we were selling out all the restaurants. I mean, it was raining, so it's hard for me yeah. to see. I got to see when it gets sunny if. Because we're very weather driven, so but I don't I, know if it was Christmas is also right yeah. around the corner, which will be a big. It's going to make a lot of money. Yeah, this it's going to be year. fun. I, yeah, I mean, it's it's not going to have competition. Cats bombed, and the target audience for this and Little Women are different. Yes. So hey, and nineteen seventeen. Hey, in the life, have you gotten the re-edited Cats yet? It, it's coming through. Yeah. That's I so know. fucking crazy. Yeah. They re-edited Cats. Yeah. yeah they put a new version with better visual effects. Yeah. I guess the director said he literally finished the movie like a week before it premiered. So that thing, I heard rumor that he had finished it the day of the premiere. Yeah, like right, right before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. God damn, we need to go see this movie. Yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> about we it. Do a cats episode. Oh, um, there's no time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I, is that it? Are we good with the rise of Skywalker? I'm sure we'll have more feelings. Oh yeah, in the we're future. we're gonna relitigate this again. I, we we all liked it to varying degrees. Agreed. Yeah. I, would say that's I don't fair. think it'll be as divisive as Last Jedi for yeah. us, but. We'll talk about it a lot. I'm just more mature than you are about it, so I'm. <laughs> I just think we're more fatigued after yeah, Last yeah. Jedi. I don't. I don't feel the same amount. Actually, of... one more thing. Where do you think they go from here? What's? Yeah, I mean. I mean, I of know. course, we're going to talk about one of the things they're going. It's, to, it's weird. Right after this, it's but... weird to me that Kathleen Kennedy has come out to say that they want to do more one-offs and and less sagas going forward. Because I think the saga is a big reason of why people are drawn to it. It's mm-hmm. like this. I, it's, it's. I mean, it's like the Marvel universe. It's this continuous story where you you already know the characters and you want to know what happens to them next. I tell you one thing. Again, I just thought of this week. It's so weird that that with the saga they were like directors. Here you go. Do over what the fuck you want. But with the standalones, they like super micromanaged yeah. and like fired multiple directors yeah. and shit. It seems like those should have been the other way. And I feel <laughs> like if they go forward, that's what they should do. If you're going to give a director a chance to shine, let him do a standalone thing. If you're going to if you're going to make something that continues the ongoing story, have a plan. Yeah, they they didn't have a plan for yeah. sure. It's um I I think they're going to go backwards. So they're going to go way in the past and I think they're going to show like Nice the Old Republic, or that's what I want to see, but I feel like they're so hesitant to do. I would say or Mandalorian the to the Jedi. I think they're going to go way in the past, like way back. Mandalorian and Last Jedi are probably the only two, and I, I mean you've made five, so that's not a ton amount, but that really embrace things before A New Hope. Yeah. So before I would say, yeah, definitely we're going to go backwards, but I'm not so. I don't know that the company, the studio, Lucasfilm, yeah. Capital, somebody 
is very afraid to go. I think they're going to go movies go before, and then comic books are going to switch to post Ray Finn adventures. I see. I think if if they wanted to do anything to build up some goodwill, a Clone Wars style animated series, but sit right after Jedi, like having the they characters. have one of those. It's not a. It's not Clone Wars. It's it's Resistance. But, but no, it's, that's it's pre. Force Awakens. But it's still... Uh, I mean, I'm saying something where you can still have Luke, Leia, Han having adventures and a good time. Because I'm telling you, the training scene of Leia with Luke, mm-hmm. that looked pretty good. Yeah, that did look uh, You know, I mean, it was dark, which helped. I don't know. I didn't think it looked great on my screen, but... Yeah. Uh, Maybe it was just I like seeing Leia again. Yeah. But, yeah. That was know. that was fan service. Talking about fan service. And did oh, that make sense? That I like that, sir. Leia says... I know my son's gonna bring about the like. It feels like she predicted all actually, this was gonna actually, happen. Actually, yeah, no, the Leia saber might be my least favorite thing. <laughs> that know. might be my least favorite fan service bit. But that's something. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars. The chapter closes. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. So, what have we been watching, guys? Spoiler alert. I know it's more Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, mostly Star Wars. Mandalorian. I know. I think we all are all caught up on Mandalorian. That was a cool episode. Dude, that episode. It's the best episode of the series yes. so far to me. I mean. I, uh, to be fair, you guys still have still haven't watched Rick and Morty for this season, Correct. right? Yeah, I'm, I'm caught up now. Oh, you are okay. Yeah. I do feel like there's an episode of Rick and Morty that kind of ruined heist movies for me. Right. Uh, so like the whole right. getting the team together is <laughs> is like feels a bit uh, less fun than it used to. Yeah, cliche. Thank, even. Yeah, thanks, Dan Harmon. It's it's like listening to the Eagles the day after watching the Big Lebowski. But <laughs> like it's you know it, it very much. I don't know if. The heist thing would have annoyed me if I hadn't just watched that. Absolutely, yeah. but uh, but uh, getting Gina Carano, Nick Nolte, and fucking Warner Hartzog back yeah. made yeah. every oh god, I love that guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> would I, I can't even I can't even do his accent, but he's like asking if you want a libation. He's like, oh, <laughs> he's the best. <laughs> right. I, I think Nick it. Nolte's the best. I love Nick Nolte. Nick yeah. Nolte's oh really god, good. Yeah. it was sad. Well, it was sad. Yeah. It was fucking yeah. sad. It was. But god, that Tie Fighter is dope as shit, mm-hmm. man. And uh, fucking seeing those speeder bikes really yeah. hauling ass. Uh, you know, like it's two cool episodes, I realized, man, at some point, him and Baby Yoda have to get separated, and that's going to be rough. And it happened, and that shit was rough. Yeah, it was hard to see Baby Yoda get yeah. taken. Yeah. So there's supposed to be one more episode, like, correct? Right? So yeah. this next one, I mean, this one felt very much like a setup for a big yeah, penultimate. Right. Yeah. yeah, I like Gus Fring being like, the, yeah. that was cool as a big bad kind what's, of thing. What's his name again? Giancarlo you're right yeah yeah you're right okay Uh, I I liked that one he's an imperial but I like that we got another moth that we don't know about I I like high ranking imperial dudes if there's any complaint that I really have about the first order is there's no real carryover from the empire into these things see I thought that was going to be Richard E. Grant for sure yeah and it wasn't I, oh, that would have made sense see here's the problem with a lot of that is a lot of that shit is happening in the comics so like Hux's dad, like, or or the books as well. Yeah, like Richard E. Grant's character is best friends with Hux's dad, who's literally the person that initiates the first order. Mm. You don't get that at all in the movies. No. Mm. Or fucking, did you guys know that Ben is not the person who killed the Padawans? Ben escaped what happened to the Padawans. Uh, really? Yes. That is had, not what's implied in the movie. Correct. Huh. But the comic books are telling you a I different story. I also said that they tell you the Knights of Ren, and there's actually a Ren, and they're like, correct. Yeah. yeah. He, when he escapes, he basically. Comes in. I didn't in like what I was reading about it, so I was like, I'm not going to read also, this. This I, isn't canon. I, you know, <laughs> shit, this is, this is accidentally going back. But the Knights of Ren, I feel like, were a, a better thing on a character art storyboard thing than they yep. were in actual practice. Yeah. Yes. Man, JJ loves mystery boxes. Uh-huh. This movie had a ton of. Look, yeah. that, these movies had a good bunch of storyboards. 
that make no sense really yeah. once you flesh them out. But Mandalorian was good. Mandalorian's I mean, good. I'm, I'm really excited about the the finale. I I am too. You know, I was I the only other thing I really watched this week. Uh, I finished Watchmen, which I'm excited for us to talk about at Man, some point. I am too. God, that show was bonkers. Yep. I thanks to Jay who read like 75 percent of Doomsday Clock. And uh, don't think it's as good as Watchmen. <laughs> um, the only other thing is after I watched Rise of Skywalker, I, again, not wasn't a huge fan. So I wanted to watch something that I was a huge fan of. And while I've been watching Clone Wars, I binged a fuck ton of Clone Wars this week. Right on. And uh, God, I love that show so much. That's it. I know that show's the best. Yeah. I mean, if, if- oh, it gets me so excited for like February, March when the new season comes out. Sure. Because, God, I can't wait to see where that's going. I just feel like Dave Filoni gets Star Wars. He does, <laughs> if, yeah. If, mm-hmm. if we were not just ranking the movies, but ranking all the Star Wars properties, I might rank Clone Wars as number Man, one. Man, it, it would be really hard for me to not put Clone Wars and Rebels like yeah. near yeah. the top. Yeah. I try to get through it. I'm still working on it. Yep. Um, only thing I watched is I watched Home Alone. I was watching Christmas movies. <laughs> Home Alone is way better than Transformers. Joe Pesci's super funny in that movie. And I like Joe Pesci's Wet Bandit in crime. I don't know his <laughs> name, but um, yeah, Macaulay Culkin is, he's pretty good in that movie. He's yeah. funny. It's a good holiday movie. Um, Yeah, I don't think I've been pretty busy working. I think that's it, though. Joseph? Uh, no, I'm going to let her go uh, so he doesn't have to go last this week. You, you know what's funny? Uh, When I got here, I was in a really bad fucking mood. Mood, and uh, I hadn't really watched anything, so I was just gonna talk about a bunch of like records I like to listen to when I'm in a bad fucking mood. But talking about Star Wars cheered me up, so I don't need to do that anymore. You know, I'll just say Slayer's Reign of Blood is really good. <laughs> uh, uh, the Cure's Pornography is really good. You know, listen to those things the next time you want to punch yourself in the face. I'll pass it on to you. That's fair. Well, no, I, I feel like we all have been so Star Wars centric. Yeah. I don't have a lot either. Um, I've still been watching Shit's Creek, almost finished with season two. Again, same kind of thing. I feel like it should be funnier than it is, but the characters are really endearing. Yeah. Um, and so it, you know, I, I enjoy watching it. Uh, it's like <laughs> laugh, not like like laugh yeah. out loud laugh. Uh, Moira's great. I mean, Moira's I, I, great. I know I know David is is kind of like yeah. the scene stealer, but Moira's fantastic. Yeah. Well, she's the most committed to just being that person yes you know? I, I really love it yeah. um and the only other thing i wanted to mention is uh a friend of this podcast did our uh, our artwork zach evans has had a secret podcast that i didn't know about for it uh, seems like a while now <laughs> called broke box office uh which is where he and his brother review things that you can watch for free online and uh you know check it out if that's that's your sort of thing <laughs> all right they're, they're 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 both very knowledgeable guys and uh they're they're fun to listen to. That that's actually a useful podcast because whenever I like try to Google something of like we're gonna watch this from free, it's just all I'll click on it and it's just all sites with all ads. Yeah, it never I, gives me any information. At least from what I can tell, most of the things that you can watch for free are free for a reason. Right. But, but uh, you know, well that that uh, a friend of mine once described all the things that are on on Netflix are usually the shit you can find in a bin at Big Lots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's you know. I love that none of us watch The Witcher. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I watched the first 20 minutes of The Witcher. (laughs) Uh, For exactly that reason. And one, they've already made this series with Castlevania. It's the same. Right, yeah. Um, And two, it's it's just one of those things where I have, and it could get better. I don't know because I only watched twenty minutes and it's like this is enough. Um, but it, like that's not a good sign. Yeah, 
like I, I get fantasy as a whole gets a bad rap for being like specifically for your dirty guy in a basement who's who's scared and angry at women for right. existing, uh, who just you know wants right. wants women to like him and wants to to have more power and influence right. and whatever. And so like you know I don't feel like Lord of the Rings is really that way, but definitely a lot of fantasy things, yeah, definitely totally. a lot of fantasy video games lean that direction right. so far this series is exactly that like it's, yeah. it's that power fantasy all over again and again i think uh what's his fucking name henry cavill is a bore as a human being but definitely has like a charismatic screen prison right. i really like him in the mission impossible he yeah. is a fucking bore in this i um i've i've seen the uh picture online yeah. of him in the bath with his titties yeah. out yep. and i feel like i saw what i needed to see yeah so <laughs> it feels like game of thrones light i don't think i'm gonna watch it that, that's the thing like game of thrones doesn't play into that i don't think yeah. though the game of thrones has a much more like like the characters are much more fleshed out that it, it's oh a, no i agree i think it's like just looking at like stills i know yeah, nothing about it, it. To, that's to, what it appears to, to me it just, it just feels like everything that people make fun of fantasy about and yeah. it's the worst bit of that yep um but if if somebody else has watched it and feels differently let me know let me know when it gets better i'm willing to give it a shot just because i like Henry cavill but no it's not, it's not good right. But uh, I think that's it. Are we good for this I week? I think I'm. Think we're good. All right. The only thing I wanted to say is we had one person tell us their Star Wars rankings on Twitter. We, oh, that's right. Yeah. So did he clarify which, he did. which direction? He I did. Think okay. So uh, Rafe, who's he's tweeted at us a ton of times, big friend of the show, has his own podcast called Graveyard Gamer. Uh, he his Star Wars rankings, and look. I'll be honest. It's going to be controversial for us. <laughs> I, I want to be clear. It's controversial because he didn't specify if he was going top to bottom or bottom to top. Either way. And either way is well, fucking controversial. I don't want to specify. I want Before we even hear this, almost every line, every ranking I've seen since this happened has been driving me nuts because anybody's ranking who isn't original three, top three is fucking bananas. Okay. Go ahead. So his ranking is, and again, I'm not going to tell you which direction. Rogue One, Solo, Three, seven, five, two, four, six, eight, one. Which order? That is an insane. He's the worst. The worst. It could have been either way, though. Yeah, that's what's right. None of it lines up with my thoughts. That's best to worst. That's best to worst. What? (laughs) No, it's not. Yes, it is. (laughs) Oh man! Wow. Rogue One number one. Rogue One and Solo back to back, bro. Rafe, you're a fucking wild man. (laughs) Hold on. That is so. Last Jedi. Yes, he puts Last Jedi towards the bottom. Yeah. But, That's so but far. Two from, of your least favorite were one and two for that him. That is controversial. And our second least right. favorite is number one. I that's so far from not only my opinion on Star Wars, but just my belief system in life <laughs> that I can't even argue against. I believe that that shows such. That's how Star Wars is right now. It's yeah. so divisive amongst each individual right how now. I would Star Wars. I, I will say this that? in in Rafe's defense. Rafe is not a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, he, yeah. he 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 really is an impartial judge. Um, I think when I first met him, I, I'm sure he had seen Star Wars, but like he was like, I, I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, you know what? If you're viewing them just as action movies, that's possible. It's I could possible. see the, yeah, I could yeah. see that ranking kind of, yeah. I, uh, because definitely one and eight have the least amount of action. Yeah, uh-huh. And Solo and Rogue One probably do have the most. Right, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah. I think, yeah, everyone has a different opinion on, yeah. on Star Wars. Which is great. That's why we do these things. Oh yeah, now I remember. I, I remember what was irritating me as this movie was coming out. You talked about the reviewers relitigating Last Jedi right. in in the in the reviews. My problem is is just every single review. And, and it, uh, you know, we stole this podcast from the Weekly Planet. Spoiler alert: If you make it this far in, <laughs> into listening, right. um, 
And uh, their rating system from the very beginning has has always been every movie is either the best movie ever or the worst movie ever. And they started this podcast in like 2013, 2014 yeah. because they knew there's like no subtlety in arguing on mm-hmm. the internet. Right. And I felt like that's, that was kind of true when they did it, but like, you know, just kind of like the headline grabbing. It's absolutely true now. Right. You cannot write an article where it's not the best movie that's ever been made or the worst movie true that's enough. ever been Particularly made. Particularly your opinion on Less Jedi. Less Jedi has become such a thing yep. about your politics that if you just say i kind of liked that movie fuck you yeah, yeah. You know? it's it's wild out there yeah um i mean definitely my my least favorite thing the main thing was like nope i'm turning off the internet is when somebody said uh ride the skywalker is jj J. abrams letting the trolls win it's like fuck you i hope you die on christmas yeah. But you see, they won because they got you to look at their fucking prints. <laughs> that's that's uh, true. I mean, I also it, have that to say about anyone who spoiled anything about this movie or any movie before I see it. Fuck you. I hope you die. This is Christmas. the closest I've been to not being spoiled by a movie. I, 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 I did could not, not avoid spoiler, spoilers. So you got spoiled? People were jumping out of fucking trees to spoil shit. For okay, me. yeah, because I went clean. Because I think because well, you saw it two days before, yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, probably I, why. I saw it on Friday, which is when a reasonable human should be able to expect to not be fucking spoiled yeah. and i got spoiled on multiple things so uh next week i think we're going to be doing our decade review we're going to yeah. go through uh, some of the best genre you know, like some of the best movies uh broken up by genres uh from 2010 to 2019 before we get to the new year but i, th- I had made a list of categories and then i realized they were all weekly planet categories you can cut that part out of this <laughs> okay out of this if you want um so join us next week for that uh in the meantime uh merry christmas to everybody out there or whatever you're celebrating uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. Uh, tell us what you thought about this movie or your Star Wars rankings or literally anything. Tell us what you had for breakfast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at realphonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for our and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys later. Later. <laughs>